Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Trash Mobcast. It's a video game podcast with your friends. I'm Brandon the Bard, and as always, I'm joined by our friend John. Hi, John. No crazy last names or anything? No, not today. We have something more important Suspicious. to discuss. Uh, yeah, we have and another friend has joined the party. Uh, this is my friend, uh, Heather Anginus. Uh, I found her in Chicago randomly like 25 years ago because we're all old. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> we, we were there for a convention. Uh, may I ask, what was the convention for? It was for comics. It was Wizard World Chicago. Ooh. Were there any wizards there? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I didn't ask. Jesus Christ. We could do this sort of interviewer style as well. Um, so uh, what kind of games are you interested in? Oh, well, most, most of my game time these days is devoted to Final Fantasy XIV. Um, but... Outside of that, I mostly just play um, like Metroidvanias and Souls, uh, Dark Souls like games, um, like indie games that made me cry, platformers. <laughs> that's about it. Cool. What's your first platform? Like you mean like what what like what I play Console. games on? Like what, yeah, my yeah. first one I ever had. Yeah. Well, when I was a little kid i know we had like one of the ataris but the first one like i remember actually playing was like the nes favorite game of all time yeah. uh of when you were a kid okay Ah, uh, god let me think um probably either earthbound or chrono trigger I hmm. I like loved JRPGs as a kid. I still play them a little now, but as an adult, you kind of don't really have much time to play those kinds of games. God, could you imagine just having that <laughs> having... time there? It'd be like, nice. oh, man, I have thirty hours to play a JRPG and get only to, to like halfway through the game. The closest I get is Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, where like I just burn my entire like life away. For a couple of weekends in a row, so I can get it done. At least, like yeah. the, the remake isn't that crazy to play. Like, it, it, yeah, it's true. This is like broken up into parts. It's not going to be that big of a time investment, like initially. For sure, yeah. They they kind of broke it down into the 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 schedule that works for most people, and you can honestly like knock that game out real fast. Uh, and it it only stretches out about as far as you want to stretch it out. So yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm learning I'm learning with uh Yakuza like a dragon. It's very much like a traditional style JRPG. And I'm like sinking every minute I have. If I have like 10 minutes I'm like oh, I got to go play a little bit of this because I know this game is going to be forever. That's how that is the way that I never play a game again. <laughs> like if I if I don't have uh like a solid block of time, which I never do. If I don't have a solid block of time, I just won't even try to play it, which is what poor Ghost of Tsushima is just sitting there, all beautiful and and pristine, uh, waiting for me to play it. And I know, like, I'm going to want to spend a couple hours if I play it, and I just never have a couple hours in a row. It's really not that big of a time investment, fortunately. Like, if you don't want to do everything in Ghost, um, you can actually gun through it probably in, like, 20 hours or less, like, it's just if you want to do everything that it starts to become more like daunting. 
I kind of do want to do everything. And that's where I'm ruining it for myself because I could just like enjoy it as an experience, uh, but I'm, I'm just not yet. Uh, also, you said something about Final Fantasy 14. What's that all about? Okay, let me let me pull up the thing. Have you heard of the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy 14 with an extended free trial, which you can play now play through the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heaven's Word for free with no restriction on playtime? I actually haven't heard of that. That's cool. Yeah. Is it's it worth really is it worth playing? I think so. Um even even if you don't want to like commit to like having a subscription and stuff, you can still like get a fuck like a metric fuck ton of playtime. Up to Heaven's Word is a ridiculous amount of time. That's probably like 200 hours of playtime right there that you can like dump into the game and it's all free. So over I my course of being an internet person, I have heard like I've seen people that I like listen to or watch or whatever get the bug and they just get oh, it yeah. when they get it like really hard so it's 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 pretty it's pretty interesting it's something that like i know if i another time issue if i had more time i would probably because i know i only have time to ruin my life for one game and it's obviously for me if you've been listening it's destiny but um if i had another one my whole everything would just fall apart <laughs> but wait what is your total time played on final fantasy do you know I can't look right this second because I'm not logged in, but it's an embarrassing amount of time. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, like I'm, I'm AFK a lot in the game, like just standing around and like yeah. Limza Lamenza. So it would be kind of That's inaccurate, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of like wild like JRPG nonsense words in the game. But, oh, that's fine. Like we talk about Destiny stuff all the time, and everyone hates it because we just start talking about like random destiny keywords that no one has any idea what we're talking about they don't have to listen. brandon has to and brandon <laughs> has to cut out like 75 percent of the podcast because we're just droning on about destiny for hours and hours and hours so i'm glad we have another another way that we can drone out about about something because i'm genuinely <laughs> interested uh in in that whole sector uh anytime that someone is that invested in a in a in a thing generally but like in a game i find really interesting because i like to know like what the like secret beating heart like the community that keeps a game going like that i like to know how they're actually thinking about it like obviously the inside joke for destiny is that everyone hates it but they keep playing it uh it doesn't really seem like that's the case for final fantasy 14 no like basically if you're into 14 you probably really 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 like it and you really think that everyone that plays it is nice and the story is amazing and the devs love you like it's it's not like like a, like with world of warcraft like a lot of people like hate play it now and are just kind of like sticking with it because they've already invested like 15 years into it so they have to keep playing but it's like it feels like the final fantasy players like you're just super emotionally invested in it. I'm so jealous. <laughs> they, you know what the the one thing that they do that's super cool with Final Fantasy that like no other game really does well is they let you really have like a cool personal touch on almost everything in the game. Like if you want something to look a certain way or do something, like you pretty much can do it or get pretty close to. That. Could I get a Buster Sword? Yeah. Uh, oh, not yeah. the exact like, Buster Sword, but you can get swords that are pretty close. You can also get. I'll, I'll uh, take Fenrir. a bootleg. Ooh. Yeah, you can get his yeah. bike from Avent Children. You can also get um once you have like the veteran rewards, you can also get his actual like Avent Children outfit. Mm. 
Yeah, like I played for probably about I want to say 150 200 hours of 14 and I I really liked that game a lot. I mostly stopped playing it because I could see myself like really throwing myself into it and ignoring responsibilities and my life and that's like uh where, you know, people that care about me uh kind of step in and say, "Hey, maybe you should, you know, bring it bring it back a little bit." So it's really good, but I just can't, I can't throw myself into that hole anymore. I'll go, it's an, be gone forever. It's an investment. <laughs> it is a big time investment. The way all these big games are, though, that's just what it's like. It's, it's, they've successfully managed to create a hobby out of like playing one specific game. So I, I think it's really neat. Yeah. I think the story is like incredibly insane for 14 because they've literally like kept a story going for so long. And there's so many like interesting characters and story arcs that like you genuinely don't see that level of commitment to something as big as that. They really did a good job kind of um, one problem, like a lot of like MMO stories have is they'll write it more as like, I guess it's like, like a lot of games, they, they want to push you to like the end game. So the story isn't that much of a big deal because most people just want to like rush to the end game. But in yeah. 14, they, it is Final Fantasy. Like they, they kind of like treat it like it's a Final Fantasy, like single player game. Like you're actually playing through like a proper like Final Fantasy story. And the end game is there, but um it's more designed to like take your time and play through it kind of like a single player experience with like the occasional like dungeon or raid that you need to play with other people mm, that is so tempting yeah, yeah i had a friend of mine who literally played for like a long time with never playing with other people at all completely playing alone yeah yeah i mean i feel like most of my destiny time i'm alone uh and I prefer it that way, honestly. Like I, you know, I, I do my my raids and stuff, and my Grandmaster Nightfalls that we got coming up. I do that with my bros and stuff. But like, you know, most of the bread and butter time of that game, I'm just kind of mindlessly shooting aliens and stuff. I feel like yeah. being able to f- have like this fun RPG instead would be a, a cool way to. You are gonna fuck around and get me, <laughs> get me. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> it's gonna happen. I mostly am like a single player like kind of person like I I only play like single player games outside of 14 but 14 is definitely designed around you being able to play it like a single player game you can obviously do like end games end game and group stuff if you want to like I've been doing a lot of the end game stuff but if you just want to chill and play through it like a single player game with like a story like go for it like Shadowbringers is probably one of the strongest Final Fantasy stories that there's been since, like, I really like 12. Uh, 10 was really good, but um, it's probably, like, the strongest, like, Final Fantasy story we've had, like, in years and years and years. Yeah, I've seen, like, I'm obviously not involved in the game or the community, but, like, the ripples of that one are stretching out to where I've heard about it. So it must be pretty, like, pretty serious. The other thing that I really like about Final Fantasy in comparison to, like, other things, even, like, Destiny, is that it has like other things you can do. That's not just playing the main story combat stuff. Like you have your craftsman uh, jobs and uh, like 
different things like that. Like you can be a, a woodworker or a like seamstress or fisherman. Uh, I believe there's cooking. Yes. Cooking uh, is a thing. Yes. There's like a lot of like sub jobs that you can do. Like it to like play the game, but also to like, not like be the knight and murder a bunch of things. Like you're just like straight up, like I'm going to make a whole bunch of furniture right now. Is there like an auction house in the game where you can sell oh, off yeah. and like, so there's like a whole player based economy that goes on in that game too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And hmm. it even goes further than like, I mean, you can have, Every combat class in the game on one character, you can be like, you can be a tank, a healer, DPS. You can play all the DPS classes, all the healers, all the tanks on one character. You can have all the crafting and gathering uh, classes on one character. And we also have the gold saucer. So we have like triple triad. Uh, If you ever played Final Fantasy VIII. I can hear the song in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, I actually just got all the triple triad cards. Uh, um, There's people that play Mahjong professionally that... They play fine. They only leveled in Final Fantasy far enough to be able to get to the Gold Saucer and play Mahjong because there's ranked Mahjong if you really want to play that. It, it, it's That's fucking ridiculous amazing. how much shit you can play in the game. That kind of rules, yeah. I, I, uh, I see Mahjong in uh, in Yakuza, and I'm like, I kind of want to play this, but I feel like I'm gonna get into it and get real stressed out. And that game's already so much. That I just like, I just can't, I can't bury myself any further. I'm already like watching movies in Yakuza because it brings up my friendship with my party. So I'm just <laughs> playing this weird mini game where it's, you sit in a movie theater and you watch a movie and it has like command prompts to not fall asleep by blasting sheep, like weird sheep men that like wave their arms at you. Like this, like, hmm. it's, it's a weird game. But it's really fun. <laughs> but I can feel my life slipping away. Uh, yeah. As it does. You, you can play them all on Game Pass. Every single Yakuza is on there. And they're all worth That's playing. All. And they all have That's modern right now. We got, uh, we got some interesting Game Pass news as well coming up. Um, we do. Yeah, let's, uh, let's actually move along. Um, got, uh, it's been a, oh yeah, I had teeth ripped out or a tooth ripped out of my head. So we did miss last week. So we've got a pretty extensive backlog of stuff to talk about here. Um, I don't really have a particular order that I want to tackle this in. So, uh, I'll take some recommendations. Let's go over what we played for, what we're playing right now. Okay. Um, Yakuza for you, for sure. hundred percent. And Magic Arena, like usual. Spent okay. way too much money on Magic cards again. I play Destiny. I can't stop. Heather. <laughs> I'm 14, but uh, <laughs> tomorrow my life is being taken over by Metroid Dread. Yes, Metroid Dread's coming out. Uh, oh, I really want to buy it really bad, and I just keep holding off on it. Shared a very cool image with us uh, in the Discord here of all these Metroid games. It's very cool. Um, so you're uh, ob- obviously you said you're very into Metroidvanias as well as uh, you, the other stuff we discussed. Yes. Uh, uh, are you um, th- so you did you play all these as they came out or did you uh, jump onto the series later? I started getting into Metroid back in the NES. So I played it around when it first came out. Like, I know it was OG, like a triple OG. Later. Yeah, like it was a little later because I think we got an NES in like 89. So that would have been around when the re-release of Metroid was, but I think it was super Metroid was the first one where I really, really got on board. So right on. 
I think the only one that I didn't play when it came out was like the Prime stuff because I didn't have a GameCube at the time. Oh, I see. Can I, can I make a terrible admission about Metroid? I think I'm going to have the same one as you, so go ahead. You first. So I never played a Metroid game till Metroid Fusion. Uh, okay, I had that's... always like never really like interacted with those games at all. Prime, none of them. And then I played Fusion was like, this is the coolest game I've ever played. And I played Fusion four times and then played Zero. And I've never played another Metroid game. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're ready for Dread because it's the sequel to Fusion. Is it really? Yeah, huh. it is a direct continuation to Fusion. What? That's super fucking cool. I, the only reason why I'm hesitating on buying Dread is because I have the stupid Joy-Con drift problem and I'm just going <laughs> to sit on that stupid hill and complain about it forever. Um, I can repair them for you. Just send them to me and I'll send them right back. I just, no, I just need to get over it and either just get a pro controller or just buy Metroid Dread and just deal with it. But you can get an adapter for your switch and use a, like a dual shock or an Xbox controller with your switch. I use my elite until I got a, uh, uh, a pro controller. Uh, 8-bit, 8-bit do has like a, uh, thing you plug into your dock and, uh, really? I actually don't need it, so I can. I'll just send that to you. How about that? Yes, please. That would be very <laughs> exciting. Okay, yeah. There you go. Problem solved. Buy Metroid Dread now. Um, I've <laughs> never played any Metroid game. Boom. Well, Boom shakalaka from way downtown. I actually, uh, I I did pick. I didn't pick anything up. I was on Nintendo Switch Online, the little service thing that is on there where you can play like retro games, mm-hmm. and I played some metroid game and i was like man this sucks <laughs> but <laughs> oh, it was probably the nintendo one the nintendo one is really rough i don't recommend playing it just play the remake zero mission um, yeah it was, it was pretty rough uh it's it was like cool like I, I enjoyed the music and i enjoyed um just sort of the visuals but i was like man this shit's up I've, I've already kind of gone over like i'm not a huge retro games person i didn't really start loving video games until you started to be able to do some wild shit and like feel connected to the characters. And I didn't with like any, any of that, um, which is my own bugaboo. I, I, I think it's cool when people like retro retro games and stuff. And I appreciate it as like a sub hobby, but yeah, I've never played one. And I, I even was like a very early adopter of the GameCube and like played a shitload of GameCube and Metroid, uh, prime was like one of the best one of those. And I still never, I still never grabbed that um yeah that is where i played my first animal well yeah animal crossing though for the first time i played a shitload of animal crossing on the gamecube i never played any of the prime games um except for metroid prime hunters because i played the demo and i was completely blown away with how cool it was i was like holy shit this demo is the most badass ds game i've ever played Hmm. and then the the game actually came out and it was like so bad. <laughs> I'm glad I never played that one. <laughs> Quick question about oh, Metroid. Man, um, the prime uh, note means that it's a first person version yes. of the game. Is that right? Yes. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I, I guess the rest of them are just side scrollers. Right. And even I, I really like, I watched when the, um, they did the reveal for, uh, Metroid dread. I really like how it is still like side scrolly 
and then like it has almost like quick time events where like the weird monster robot uh is going to kill samus but um yeah it looks like a super cool game that i probably will not play but i'm excited to hear you talk about it <laughs> Wait, i wonder if for it. <laughs> i wonder if this game was like do you guys think that this game was what the new metroid prime was going to be and they just no. made it into dread i've no. heard i've heard that they're it's two independent like people like groups of people that are making them and they're still going to come out with yeah. the metroid prime yeah so prime like, four is still happening through a different studio yeah yes. yeah i just wasn't sure because i know that they scrapped the original prime four and they made they moved it to the other studio that originally made the prime games correct Correct, I don't know, but the the people that did Dread did the Samus Returns remake. Oh, okay, I see. Man, they're putting a lot of money into the uh, Metroid series, like more than I thought they would. Doesn't it do better here than it does in Japan? Yeah, it, it, it sells like shit in Japan, and Metroid has never sold that great in America. I think like Prime was probably the best it's done sales wise. Right. So. Seeing it on the top of the Amazon bestsellers is pretty exciting since maybe they'll actually make more Metroids after this. Yeah, that's that's, oh, that's the thing. Cool. Like it seems it seems like with most Nintendo stuff, they they do it to death, but they've really kind of neglected the Metroid series. So yeah, that's well, cool. Well, you know what? I'm good. I'm I'm happier they're doing that with Metroid now than uh, beating the Fire Emblem drum for anymore. <laughs> oh, but I love Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of Fire Emblem as far as like Smash Brothers goes, which there is also a bunch, not a bunch, but there's some Smash Brothers news. Um, I didn't know who the dudes from Fire Emblem were until I played Super Smash Brothers Melee. Melee? Melee? Melee. Uh, Super Smash Brothers (laughs) Melee. Uh, I was like, who's this blue haired feller and this red haired feller? And uh, (laughs) that's what I learned about Fire Emblem. Um uh, are you a are you into uh smash brothers as well not super like i have it but i'm 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 garbage at fighting games and i know like some people are like smashes it's a fighting game but it's a platform i'm still bad at it <laughs> right oh uh, yeah well is anyone really good at it like i'm pretty sure i know like uh, two people that are actually good at smash brothers and then everyone else is just like I'm really good at doing one thing in Smash Brothers, and it just makes it so you hate the game. <laughs> uh, I I'm so I was so far behind on the Switch that like I think at this point to get the game and all the characters, how much do you think that would even cost? Oh, like a hundred and thirty bucks, something like that. Yeah, it's a buck wild. <laughs> That's a pretty pretty stacked thing to get into at this point but i mean at least now we know uh sora is the last spoiler alert sora is the last character that they've added to it and i believe with with him comes the last bit of content they're adding to that game is that true so my thing is is like is it that this is the last character for this version of the game is are they doing like that kind of nonsense where it's like they'll release another version of the game and then they'll release an entirely new seasons pass and DLC content again. Well, old dude is gone now. Iwata, well, is that his name? No, that's the other one. Sakura. <laughs> oh, Sakura is in charge of it. Iwata is also yeah. gone in the more cosmic sense. But, um, so Sakurai, uh, yes. He was gone he- before. That does not mean he's gone forever. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. 
He was um, like, I'm done with Smash Brothers. I can't, when I'm making these games, I don't sleep or eat or exist for literally months. And then he's like, I guess I'll make some more. They do kind of, I mean, that, that game at this point is like, what, four, four or five years old and they're still supporting it? Yeah. yeah for, for a non, like, I guess technically not like a live service game. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot of work. Yeah, but it's also like their most popular platforming game because it's not a fighting game, but it's their most <laughs> most popular platforming competitive game. Your face when you said no, that. non-competitive, <laughs> non. It's their most popular non-competitive platforming strategic brawling game. That's You're saying this like game. we're about to talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> to cover all the bases to not make anyone mad for sure i imagine smash people are are a very serious bunch um talking about that does anyone care about new world no i don't um it like because it seems like people are real serious about that game and i barely even hit the radar for me i feel like i would love it if i played it but i just know better Than to like, oh, this is definitely uh, the same issue that I have with every game. It's just I just don't have time, and it would be it's just a crazy investment. And I kind of don't care about learning and diving into a whole new fantasy world. So I don't know. It but it came out definitely not my thing. Like I, I was like, I don't need another MMO in my life, and I I only play games on controllers. So I was like, mouse and keyboard, nope. I'm out. I'm out. I can't do it. <laughs> My thing oh, was... that's interesting. I didn't know uh, you could play Final Fantasy on a controller. Yes, you can. And it's amazing because it's also on PS4 and PS5. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've done a lot of work to make it so you can play the entire game on a controller. Like, you can have, like, a huge command bar of shit to do, and you can map it all on the controller incredibly well. That's cool. God. I'm going to be I'm going to be a weeb by the end of this episode and download that shit. (laughs) The thing that really pushed me away from it was people talking about their hardware burning out. And I know that that's not a hundred percent confirmed thing, but like, I know that that was sort of an issue. And then like, I think also for what you were saying, like having to like get into like a whole new world and learn a whole new thing. It was like, ah, I don't do anything half-assed as far as like, diving into a thing goes so it would just it would just ruin my life (laughs) and i would have to know everything about the entire universe and like it is just not not a uh, it's just too daunting of a project for me to want to jump into and yeah i i definitely see what you mean about the hardware crashing thing um that seems to be a done deal and it's not affecting people that i've heard of but i mean they really kind of shot themselves in the foot with that one but it I mean, what, bricks, what are you going to do? Bugs, bugs are bugs. It breaks some 3090s, I think, in the Oof, when it yeah. was like in beta. But I don't think it's oh, that, yeah. since it went live. Yeah, yeah. it, it was just doing gave me as well. it gave me a very weird feeling to be like, hmm, graphics cards are incredibly hard to find, and my card is definitely out of warranty at this point, so I don't want to break it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It seems like most of the people who the the manufacturers of the cards were actually like they weren't too shitty about replacing them for people no, who it busted the, ga- the game or the game busted their card. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, if you are enjoying new world, um, and, uh, you've got cool things to say about it. Just, uh, I'll do a preemptive plug for our 
Twitter. Just reach out to us and talk to us about New World. We're obviously probably not going to play it, but I mean, this is, you know, where we talk about games. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Um, we can move right along, though. Game Pass had some cool news. Um, I guess not cool oh, news, yeah. but some cool stuff. Well, well, it's debatable. So first well, thing I want to you go ahead. I How saw some that? stuff going on about the whole Game Pass thing. So I saw some Twitter beef going on about Game Pass games and people waiting for games to drop on Game Pass. And there's like a weird like eliteness going on where people who pay for the games when they come out are like being negative to people who are excited that games came out on Game Pass. Mm. I saw it really with Scarlet Nexus, which is one of the games that came out. I was waiting for it to hit on Game Pass. I figured it would because Microsoft had so... (laughs) <laughs> Microsoft had so many like uh like advertisements with them. It seemed like it was going to Game Pass and then it didn't. Um and I saw a ton of people really excited like, "Oh man, I was waiting for this to come to Game Pass." And then people were like, "Wow, I can't believe you didn't support the developers of this game because you waited for Game Pass." That's just people being um ignorant. I will say uh, with a with a with a period at the end of the word ignorant. Um, well, they they pointed at um, the days gone devs, and when they those said dudes are shitty. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want I don't want to do that. I don't. Wanna, I guess maybe that's a little too strong. But they're <laughs> the, like the days gone devs have had bad opinion after. I'm just gonna do it again. <laughs> bad opinion after bad opinion, and then called out on it, and then just ignored. Like. Game Pass, Microsoft pays to license the game. I mean, things work like this. So, I mean, they're not not getting paid because you waited to play it on Game Pass and a bunch of people can't afford to buy a $70 game every two weeks or whatever. So do you want people to play your games or do you want people to not play your games because they can't afford to play them? I don't know. That's my opinion on it. What, what do you folks think? Well, the, the way I see it is if it's a game I really want and I'm super interested, I'm going to fucking buy it on launch. Like, obviously, Definitely. I'm like picking up Metroid Dread. I'm going to pick up like Elden Ring the day it comes out. Like, if there's a game I desperately want, I will buy it day one. If there's a game like I'm a little unsure of, like, I'll pick it up on Game Pass. There are games that I've played on Game Pass and then picked them up on Steam later or like got them on a discount through like Microsoft. Hell yeah. Or, you know, obviously, there's other ways to support studios and stuff like that. Like, for sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, People are just going to be elitist. People are going to people, you know? Uh, well, it's like I, when I worked at the shop, people would buy pre-owned games all the time. And, you know, I never thought of it as like this elitist thing where it's like, oh, you buy them brand new. You must be cooler than the guys who buy them pre-owned. Like, yeah, I would always buy games for the lowest amount of money I possibly could just because I didn't have unlimited money. And I feel like there's a sort of like a disconnect with understanding that not everyone has the ability to buy a game day one. It just feels kind of poopy to like come after people for that because like I celebrate things like game pass and I know that it is like, they don't get the full revenue of what they'd get from a brand new game. But like how many, like if we were kids wanting to play games and game pass existed, like that would be incredible. I'd have been all over that shit. That'd have been the one thing I needed. I'd have been cool with like whatever else. Just as long as I had that, I was good to go. There's a statue of Aerith that is on sale right now in the Square Enix store. And I wanted it real bad. And I looked at the price tag 
And like, I, cause somebody was like, I bought this right away. I'm so happy. It's, it's her wearing the red dress. And it was like $350. <laughs> I was like, I can't just buy this. <laughs> she doesn't have the chair. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's so, it's so beautiful, but I can't, obviously I can't. And it's like game pass. You spent $200 on an Xbox controller. Twice. Just going to put that out there. Well, it's very good, and I use it all the time. And I would I look at Aerith all the time over there. Look, like I already have one of Aerith though. She's right there. Like it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a beautiful, and she's just not wearing the dress. She's wearing a dress, but not the dress. Yeah, but she could be wearing the dress, and then you could use that all the time for whatever you want to do with it. I would have to install a new <laughs> shelf. It's huge. <laughs> an investment for the future. Exactly, it is an investment. I can pass her along to my children. Like, exactly, look, this and they're is- going to be like. They're going to be so happy that she has the dress on instead of like whatever jank dress she's wearing right now. Do not, do not besmirch <laughs> the, the, the pink dress that she wears when you meet her. It is beautiful. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, also coming out on Game Pass was, uh, boop, 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 boop. what is it? Avengers. Avengers. Um, that is one uh, I've heard very good things about the story and that the end game is like pure ass so like if you're a marvel person it's literally from from everything i've seen of paul tassi talk about it it sounds like it's just like marvel destiny i've heard well i mean yeah as far as the end game goes but it's kind of reverse destiny where like when you get to the end game in destiny the game kind of comes alive when you get to the end game in marvel's avengers but the story and the the way you get there it seems like a perfect no-brainer thing if you're if you're a fan of marvel and like avenger stuff download it play the story when it starts telling you to do daily quests turn the game off never turn it back on <laughs> uh, that's like a public service announcement everything i've heard about it and i'm going i'm going to play it as well um yeah that's i would really like i've i've heard great things so if you care and no skin off your ass it's on game pass <laughs> so just give it a try if you're into it um uh, hard, that and Scarlet Nexus is the only ones I wanted to talk about. You say hard pass? Oh, hard pass. I don't have any interest in I I am no longer interested in Marvel properties at all. I'm like I have barely the ability to cont- like consume anything with a superhero in it anymore because I've been so you. burned out from like every single Marvel thing or superhero thing. Like it just never ends with them and you just can't escape it. Yeah. Well, yeah. John, I've I've worked on Marvel books. <laughs> <laughs> like i've worked on some of the marvel characters that are in the avengers game well, so so yeah. so here's 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 my thing i i just need a break there's just too much you're just I oversaturated also, yeah i burned myself out on like my hero academia as well so like it's i was doing like marvel. i no no i'm just saying superheroes in general just kind of burned me out from being like too much into it I also Can you didn't... say which characters you worked on? Sorry, John, go ahead. Oh, we'll, we'll go back to that. Oh, no, I was just going to ramble on and on. So please take it away. So we did a public service announcement. We, we cut John off at the pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Can, can you actually say which characters you've worked on? Yeah, uh, I've done books for there was a Captain Marvel one I did. It also had Miss Marvel in it and um, the Squirrel Girl was in it. Um, I've been on a Deadpool cover. I was... There was a Thanatos short, short story in the, there was a Thanatos annual that came out and I was on one of the stories in that. I was in a, one of the Spider-Man Spider-Verse anthologies, like I was in a short story in that. 
Right, and you're you're a colorist, right? Yes. That's that's so cool. <laughs> Do you know all the color codes for all the characters? No, no well, not offhand, but uh, usually I get that stuff from Marvel. They they're usually is... nice about giving me Pantones. Oh, that's cool. That is very cool. Mm. Um, anything else on Game Pass we need to discuss? Mm, was there anything for uh, PlayStation that was any interest at all? Did you guys see? I didn't see anything uh, that would like. As really far as move. like the monthly games, is that what you're talking about for October? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh yeah. The new, is it the new one? I think. Who's like ten? Is that the newest one? I'm I'm so behind on Mortal Kombat. I am too. Uh, I don't know that it's the new one. Could turn on the PlayStation to find out. Should I do that? Turn on your PlayStation and find out. It's right here. Okay. So I got the PlayStation open here and Hell Let Loose. Have you ever heard of that? Nope. Mm, nope. Me either. Mortal Kombat X confirmed. That's the one. And then oh, um, PGA Tour 2K21. Oh, my favorite. Yeah, same. Swing and a miss right there. Um, also, as far as discounts goes, I'm not seeing anything too buck wild. The worst uh, part about having a PS5 is like, I mean, I know I'm in a in a good position by actually having one, but it's like all the PS5 uh, PS Plus games like are usually pretty pretty garbage because there's like obviously not like a big catalog of stuff for them to yeah. choose from yet. Yeah, especially like coming from the previous generations where like, you know, you, you live with it in, in a in a generation of consoles for so long that by the end, like every month, it's just banger after banger, depending on whatever you have. So yeah, go, go ahead and turn this thing back off for a while. Sorry, PlayStation 5. One <laughs> day. Oh, you're going to play me again? <sighs> no, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, sorry <laughs> I'm so <buddy>. sorry. <laughs> it's like I, I just got Ratchet and Clank and I, I'm about to get Tales of Arise, so I'll be busy with mine for like a little bit. Right on. PS Plus games, I get like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, What's I mean, like, I've I've been picking them up just to have them, but yeah, I keep definitely. looking at the PS5 library, just trying to justify that five hundred dollar purchase, and I just I still can't do it. Like, there's just not enough on the platform for me to like make that <clears throat> that decision, and especially well, since, the market's helping you out by not being <laughs> extra available. So <laughs> yeah, also like I don't know if it's official or if it was a leak. But I think they they confirmed the remake for Final Fantasy is coming to Epic Game Store. I think that's I, still in the leak phase, but that and yeah. like I know Alan Wake just came out for people that are excited about that. Oh yeah, well, um, Alan Wake was super good. Yeah, um, but th- I think that was in like the same leak. Yes, uh, like basically you can assume if if Square Enix is involved, it's probably just going to be a fucking Epic exclusive, which is annoying as fuck. Not a big yeah. fan of Epic. I I would like them more if they had better controller support, like Steam does. It's like Steam, you yeah. can kind of brief, brute force anything, and my Dual Sense will work on anything. But if if I use if I play any game on Epic, ninety percent of games, even like AAA games, I have to fucking plug in. Like we'll turn on Dual Sense for Windows. We'll Dual Shock for Windows. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, it's awful. I, I don't know why they don't have controller support. I mean, they only just added trophy support, so I'm not surprised. Oh, that's really <laughs> weird. Like, I guess it's because I just use the classic Xbox controller for so long that, like, it everything just works with that, so I never even realize when it doesn't work. 
Yeah, he's an elite, but it's like super customizable on Steam. And like er, Steam's just like great for everything as far as that goes. Did you know that the LED in the Elite controller, you can turn it colors in Steam? No. Like the X? Yeah, like I have a when I turn my my uh Series 2 controller on, it, I I have it to where the little X is green now. Oh, I, I didn't. Can you do that with the regular Xbox controllers? Cuz like I have like one of the newer controllers it's not an elite it's just like the normal ones but the series little, controller yeah with the share button yeah i think i think you might be able to um it, you just got to go into the advanced settings yeah you might be able to do that okay, that is I know you fucking can do that with wild DualSense. yeah yeah you can go buck wild with the dual sense like you can do all kinds of wild shit um uh right let's see oh so next uh up on the list unless you guys have something pressing uh halo did its last two betas like like two beta weekends over the course of the show and not gonna lie i didn't play too much um don't have too much more to add i'm very excited still um and i'm just excited to play the full release of the game so i I don't really have too much more to add other than that the game still looks and feels great and i'm still excited um not neither one of you i know uh heather you're not much of a first person player no, like first person no. shooter player at all i really bad at them i <laughs> desperately wanted to play the halo beta so bad but because i'm playing yakuza and it's a jrpg i i got invited to the beta they sent me a message they were like hey do you want to play and i was like i do but i really want to play yakuza real bad yeah fuck so i ended up <laughs> instead well time spent enjoyed is not time wasted is what i Absolutely. always like to say again um, i would like to say if you have the ability to play that game i'm just gonna put it out there please play yakuza like a dragon it is it's like a fever dream that hmm. game is so weird and so incredibly amazing it's, it's on the shelf for me you definitely sold me on wanting to at least give it a try. I never would have given it a try without your recommendation. So again, it's like, it's like a, it's like a dragon quest in the modern world. I've played through the first four or five chapters and I love it. It's great. I definitely recommend it too. Hmm. All right. That's two. Um, there was new six switch controllers for Nintendo. The Switch uh, N64 and Sega controller, which is super garbage that Japan gets the six-button controller and we get the three-button controller. That is some crap. <laughs> I was upset when I saw that. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, why? Well, this, it's why not region-locked, is it? No, but it's still, like, extra effort to import it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, at least you can get it. Like, the, a lot of situations that- you cannot. No, because what's going to happen is they're going to fucking sell out instantly and yeah. it's already a headache to import stuff. Now it's going to be a headache that instantly sells out stuff and you're fighting people to try and buy it. And then it's going on eBay for $9 billion. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. If you, if you want my advice, you might be able to get it um, on Amazon Japan. Like back when Amiibos were really big, I used to import them directly from Amazon Japan. Like, I don't know if COVID's changed, whether or not like Amazon will actually ship to America or not. But um, that's oh, can you do that? Best route. If you just switch your region, 
on Amazon's like store or something? You you have you you do need to make an extra like Amazon account to do it. Like I have to like log in to do two different accounts, but it works just like normal Amazon and um you'll you can like translate it to English and it'll tell you if you can ship it overseas or not. That I can guarantee is... you the controllers will probably not be able to be imported. I would get them through like Play Asia or Amiami or something. Yeah. That is absolutely wild. And I'm definitely gonna do that because I might be able to get like Japanese food that way that I really hmm. want that I have not been able to get uh easily in the United States. Uh mostly I just want to get um uh some Suntory coffees that I really like a lot. So we thank you. They they don't ship everything, but they do ship a lot. I just don't know if COVID has changed that situation or not, because for a while it was very hard to import from Japan. Yeah, definitely uh, worth pointing out. There. I saw that they actually are opening up uh Japan to uh international travel again, but they have a bunch of restrictions. Uh the the worst one being that you have to do a 10-day quarantine when you get there, which is rough. That's not too surprising. I think it was like 2 weeks yeah. for was it for America like going to other countries for a while. Yes, there was. So you're going to be seeing that like mostly everywhere until like, you know, the virus starts to die down more. But still, oh God. Like imagine like traveling somewhere for like fun and you have to spend 10 days quarantined and then do your actual travel. Because it burns up most people's vacations, the whole vacation. Plus you have to pay for the, like the quarantine is not paid for. Like you have to pay for that too. Ugh. Yeah, not worth it. Like it's obviously like, like not worth it for most people. So most people just aren't going to do it. Yeah. Unless you're like um, super rich, I guess. That's true. And time rich. Uh, uh, so who's all excited to go see uh, the Mario movie with Chris Pratt? Anybody? Show of hands? No? I like Jack Black as Bowser. And- That's a good one. I think like Charlie's Luigi will be pretty cool, but that's about it. That's, yeah, that's the, the yeah. extent of my excitement for it. Honestly, just everyone but Mario seems fine. Yeah. Yeah, like I was okay with it. Like I think is I don't even know, is it a is it a CG movie or are they like Yes. <laughs> oh my god, if it's live action then I, I... am excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's animated. It's the people okay. who did the Minions movies, I think. Okay. Ah, dude. Illumination, I, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be a CG movie or not, and I was like, man, this is going to be... Dude, weird. that is the first thing I would have gotten. Like, then I'm then I'm excited. Because I was like, man, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I'm, I don't really give a shit about Mario either way. So, I mean... Whoa, a that's like that. a big fucking statement, buddy. <laughs> I don't care about. I don't care about Mario. Getting political <laughs> now. Gonna be really controversial here. Never played Metroid. Fuck Mario. Brandon, don't what give else? a fuck about Mario. <laughs> Do you have some hot takes about about like Pokemon and Zelda now too while we're at it. Uh, Zelda's fine. I love Pokemon, so no. Not too many crazy opinions there. Pokemon at times my favorite Zelda. Some people love that. Some people hate me. Uh, that's fine. Um. Never played Majora's Mask, but I always wanted to. I like. Oh, it's I, terrible. I, Don't play that game. It's fucking. I like the moon. Switch. Ooh, okay. I'll play it. Hard, hard pass. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's the other thing. Do you know more about Switch Online? Because I know that that was paired with the news for the controllers. Um, uh, they haven't said anything else. They just like said the initial like announcement games, like Ocarina of Time is part of one. They did say Majora's Mask is going to come eventually, but they didn't talk about like any sort of dates or what the price yeah, that's increase right. is going to be. So they're doing, yeah, it's going to be a price increase, and they're pairing it with the two controllers that are coming out, the Sega controller and the N64 controller, and it's going to be releases for those systems on the Switch, on the yes. service. Okay, so cool. My thing that was confusing about that is that I feel like when they originally announced the Switch subscription, I'm not super well-versed in this, so if I'm incorrect, I, I apologize. But I believe they originally started the subscription with free games through like NES games, right? And Super NES games. Uh huh. It was wasn't it just Nintendo games and then Super Nintendo? Yeah, Super Nintendo came later. Yeah. But so like, wouldn't this just be like a natural evolution of that? And they're just saying like, hey, we're gonna put new games on here, so we're gonna charge more money for it. Well, it's only like twenty bucks for a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So- I'm just. I'm just trying to parse like what they're trying to do. With I imagine what? they're trying to establish parity with the rest of their like competitors and trying to get yeah. you to spend a game's price a year for old bullshit that doesn't cost them any money. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's kind of what their plan is. It, that's what it feels like their plan is. I don't fucking yeah. know. I'm a truck driver, but that's what it seems like. <laughs> that's what it seems like they're doing. Yeah. I wonder if they'd start putting things like the Mother series on those. Because that would really bring a lot of people. Because every single time they do a stream, everyone's screaming about Mother Three. They'll they'll never they'll never like I I I've played Mother Three and um I, I want it over here, but there's some characters that I think that Nintendo will be damned if they do, damned if they don't. That will cause a lot of controversy if they try to bring Mother Three over here. What is the content so. that's in it? podcast note my daughter's in the bathtub and she seems to be having a very good time and it might be hard to edit out so we're gonna have to soldier on <laughs> oh i was i was just gonna say the, the the characters in question um are uh i think they're so they're they're supposed to be kind of like parodies of lgbt people like kind of yikes but oh. um i think it's their designs are very like more like an old style stereotype uh the japan used to have lgbt people so i i can see people being upset if they censor it or if they don't censor it so nintendo's kind of in a awkward position where they're damned if they do damned if they don't really and um, i imagine different people like culturally like it's probably not as you know i mean it's shitty no matter where you are obviously but like you know should be different, yo, depending on where you are. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get it. Enough in the in the game to where they can't just like cut them out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I I understand that. Like, there's some some stuff in One Piece that like I struggle to be like. Mm, I re- I want to recommend this, but you should probably know about this part and just know how. If you feel a certain way about things, you should know about this because you probably might not like it. Yeah, they can just do what um, Warner Brothers does with all their like really old racist cartoons is they put like a disclaimer that, oh, yeah, things are were different back then. Like, obviously, we don't believe this now. And 
it was not okay, but we want to still present it as it was originally made. Like, I feel like that's probably yeah, historical record. A, yeah, yeah. Just be like, Nintendo be like, hey, this might not be cool with, with modern times. Just, just know it's there. We're, we're not okay with it, but that'd probably be the easiest yeah. way to deal with it, honestly. Safest yeah. way for sure. I feel like, well, I feel like the safest way for them is to just not release it. And th- like the fan releases are already s- are so big now. Like, you could buy Mother 3 translated on an official cartridge and play it on basically any other console. Yeah, like, I, I imported it and I downloaded uh, the ROM and emulator of the fan translation. That's how I got it. I got a Game Boy Advanced cart that straight up just has the English translated game on it. That's awesome. Just, like, a friend of mine just had it and he was like, do you want this? And I was like, oh, sure. I gave it to my other friend who loves the Mother franchise. But he was like, oh, this is, what the hell? How'd you find this? I was like, oh, people just make it. And it's I've like never even heard cheap. of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think <laughs> my hot take is I think the, mo- the Earthbound series is the most overrated series on the planet. I think that if you like the game, it's definitely very weird and like fun. But I think people put it on a pedestal that it shouldn't be on. Sorry, Heather. It's okay. I'm not offended. Like I, I love Earthbound, but if someone doesn't like it, that's fine. It's See, super weird. Isn't that nice? <laughs> isn't that a refreshing take? <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to get personally upset if someone doesn't like something I like. Yes. Preach. Um, like, as long as they're not a dick about it. Absolutely. I feel exactly the same way. Um, you want to blitz through some more of this Nintendo news here. I have this Polygon article pulled up with just the bullet points. Bayonetta 3. Finally announced. Years. Years and years of people asking about it. How, how are we feeling? What's the temperature? Very, very hot. Very exciting. Very hot. Um, I didn't like pretty, Bayonetta. You didn't like it? I've obviously never played a Bayonetta. I mean, at this point, you can, like, I'm pretty, like, open book, pretty obvious of what kind of games that I have not played. Bayonetta, nah, not played it. But so, I've heard surprised. great things. Oh, go ahead. So I have to. The reason why, though, is that I didn't. I'm thirsty for a different uh, ninja boy that I would really like them to make a new game for, and that would be Metal Gear Solid Rising Two. Uh, mm. I want that. I want my Raiden to come back. So, did Platinum Games make that game? Ah, uh, they yeah. did. Oh, huh. cool. So. Yeah, I hated Raiden, but <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, you know, as I I feel like I I hated him more later and earlier when I guess I was more prone to liking Edge Lord shit. I was like, man, this guy's cool as hell. I don't want to play as crusty old snake playing Metal Gear Solid Two, but like, yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't super interested in Rising. I do like the cut mechanics that they had in that game where you could like that game is like uh, probably like on a scale of like games is probably one of my favorite like action games like that. Yeah, like that 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 mechanic is super cool. Like I I think they did some neat stuff in that game. I did play it. I did actually play that one. Okay. Surprisingly uh, enough. I also like I can't separate myself from my incredible love for the Devil May Cry series, so it's like I've already played those so much. And like, I think Bayonetta is like fun, but like not as much fun as like Devil May Cry or uh, Metal Gear for me. I is it only coming out on the Switch? Yes. That's unfortunate. 
I think Bayonetta's kind of like a more, like, it's not, they're not easy games, but I always felt like Bayonetta was easier than Devil May Cry, so it's like, that's why I always geared more towards Bayonetta, even though I, I love everything else about Devil May Cry. Like, I think it's fucking awesome looking. Just, I am terrible at those games. I, I, you know, I, I feel like the exact opposite. Like I'm super good at the <laughs> Devil May Cry games. I, I tried to play Bayonetta and I was like, why is this game so incredibly hard? Holy shit. And I just stopped playing it. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's like super weird to me. Like I straight up could not play it. Cause I thought it was too hard. I think difficulty is just subjective. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, think, I also just couldn't wrap my, my head around the mechanics of the game as well as I could the other ones. I like Devil May Cry. I'm excited for the, uh They're coming out with a big pack for Devil May Cry as well somewhere. I saw some news about that. Yeah. We'll confirm something. later. Um, sure. Disco Elysium. Uh, Final Cut's going to Switch. I've been waiting to play that game on the Switch. I've heard great things about that game. Um, Castlevania Advanced Collection coming to Switch as well. Blah, 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 blah. Literally, I bought that the minute it was out literally the second it hit the store i bought that and i also bought the legacy uh collection because it's 12 games for 25 bucks and to yeah buy all those games it seems like a great deal it's like a couple hundred dollars and i love the castlevania series like a shit ton uh they also have uncompressed audio for all the games so the audio Ooh. sounds really nice oh yeah Ooh. it's shocking for a switch that's where you, game that's where I you know. get me right there yeah they like they put a lot of work into those games uh there's like cool like extra features on all of them too um you can hot swap the games really fast like i can't say anything better about these games they're so good like i saw some article about people like complaining that like emulators do it better but i'm like this is an official release of this game and it is so good like if you have a switch and 25 bucks buying both of those collections is an incredibly amazing deal you get so many especially like everyone's like super hyped about metroid right now so once you're finished with metroid and you really want to play some more like 2d platformers like please buy those games they're absolutely some of the best uh games ever made like the game boy advanced games even if you just buy the advanced games those games are rock solid like I can't even say any more about them. I love them so much. What was the um what was the game for the Nintendo 64, the Castlevania game? Garbage, all of them. I had a lot of fun playing. I was a, I was a kid though. I'm glad you did. They're bad. <laughs> they had I remember such a hard time. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you you had. I was going to say they had such a hard time um bringing Castlevania in the 3D. Yeah, it didn't do well. I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I think it's Laminate, Laminate of Innocence, I think. Lament? Is, yeah, Lament of Innocence, I think is the N64 one. I don't remember. I did play the one on uh, uh, the Apple uh, Games store release. They just brought out a new Castlevania game. And I, anytime they bring out <laughs> Castlevania games, I have to play them immediately. And that game is tragic. It's really bad. Uh, it's a free-to-play game that had all the mechanics uh stripped from it and then re-added back in so you don't have to pay for them anymore but it feels like it feels like it and i don't know it's not good i super don't like it it's it plays kind of bad uh, i don't recommend it at all but the the castlevania collections that just came out absolutely worth every single penny 
Um, sorry, I'm just going to ramble on and on about how much I love them. Oh, you're good. Um, couple more news items before we wrap up here. Um, uh, did we even want to discuss uh, Blue Point Games uh, being acquired by PlayStation? Do we yeah. want to do that? Like, there's not a whole lot to say. Like, there's not a lot of details yet. But um, they're working on Bloodborne they... too. No, it's confirmed. Bloodborne too. They, Bloodborne they, too. I that's, swear. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> like every week, there's like a new Bloodborne rumor. It's like there's a Bloodborne remake. There's a Bloodborne remaster. Did you know Bloodborne's coming to PC? And I have it from a really reliable source. So it's gonna be 4K <laughs> and it's gonna be like 60 FPS. But it's like honestly, I'll believe it when I see it. I I don't want to. I I wouldn't mind a remaster. Um, they don't need a remake because Bloodborne looks perfectly fine. It just needs to be 60 FPS at this point. Yeah, it seems but. like that's the only thing that people are like, just make it 60 FPS, please. It seems like that's what the fans are crying out for. Are you guys? Yeah. I just want to put it out there. I just had this weird mental game that I was thinking about. Are you guys prepared for like 20 to 30 years from now when they re-release these games? Like, and whatever the new video game platform is, they're going to be like, hey, now you can play Bloodborne and you can feel the knives stabbing you kind of stuff. Like, because eventually everything that we were playing now will get re-released over the years. Sure. Because they'll go back to those wells. Like, Sony's not going back to the Bloodborne well now, but they will. It'll happen. I don't want to feel stabbies. I wouldn't sign up for that. I absolutely would. In a second. I know you would. If there's anybody I know that would be, sign up for the stabbies, it's you. I don't want the stabbies. I just, <laughs> I just like feeling FPS. good, man. <laughs> <laughs> happy with that. Same. Just give me 60 FPS and I'm good. Isn't there an emulator? Eventually that's going to even be too... too, too sh- that's the thing. Is when, when is that going to stop? Like, I know our eyes only do so many and it only matters up, going up so high, but like when like 240 or whatever or however the top of the line is right now becomes like the console and all the screens are like i don't know that's what i'm more excited about i'm still invested in the screens being away and not attached to your head because i don't care about like vr but i don't know i think that's the more like the more i'm excited about but i'm definitely not thinking like jetson's level like you know i'm not trying to go too far in the future I want a haptic with my vest imagination so bad. Like I want that. Like I see some people on TikTok like wear haptic vests and they can feel like the impact of like gunshots and stuff. Ugh, and like, no thanks. I want one of those so bad. I think about it like every day. I'm like, oh, yeah, that Starship cool Troopers, that shock vest. Yeah, yeah. I would probably play like. I would play that version of laser tag where it hurts really bad if you get shot. But as far as video games go, because most of the time when I'm playing video games, I'm in like my my fuzzies and, you know, I've got like a nice drink and I'm sitting and being comfy with a blanket. I don't want to I don't want to feel shot. (laughs) No, thank you. I played um, a VR game a long time ago called. um, Whatever, it's fine. It's a gladiatorial arena game. And I was fighting in it, Gorn, Gorn VR. And I was hmm. really excited about it. Uh, I first broke my TV by punching it super hard. Like I was like, Ugh. I came over to like cave a dude's head in. Like, I'm like, Ugh, gross. So sweaty. <laughs> and I like, go to cave a dude's head in and I like hit my TV and I just hear it crack. And I'm like, oh 
dun, and then dun, dun. later on, I went to go swing an axe at someone and bring my hand up and swing, and I punch a solid steel support beam in my basement. Ugh, the best. Yeah, dude. so much fun. I just don't. I'm not, I don't want to be that involved. I like it. I just like a controller that feels nice in the hand. <laughs> Same, like motion, even motion controls is too far for me. I don't want to like move my arms when I'm playing a video game. Exactly. I was trying to, trying to make some curry and Pokemon shield. And I'm like, I am going to use these sticks every time. Stick drift be damned. I am not going to pick up (laughs) and stir anything that's fake. No, thank you. Wait, you can cook Um, Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. You make curry. I never did that. You're poor Pokemon. Because it's in England, and they they like took they they like invaded India and stuff. So they gotta they gotta have the curry. Yeah, I much straight part up of their culture. I played that game all the way to the end, and I've never ever thought about making food. You never camped. No, you, you never once your, camped. You didn't pay your Pokemon, or throw or fetch. You didn't play fetch. No, jeez, no. this guy. I can't believe you. Your Pokemon. You're, sad. you're a cat dad. How did you? I just don't get it. I don't know how the game let you get like get by without knowing that that feature exists. You talk to people that invite you into their camp. Were you just like, nah, fam, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I got to get all these badges. I, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. I just beelined yeah. it to the end of the game. Never camped out or talked to any. Destiny 2 is finally coming to Game Pass for PC on October 12th. What? I thought it was already free on Steam. It's free on Steam, yes. But for what it means for Destiny is that a lot of the expansions are not free. So um, if you want to play the expansions all the way up to Beyond Light, you can, uh, you can do it there if you have Game Pass. Essentially, so, Bungie has figured out that they can't charge a subscription service for Destiny 2 right now because people would go fucking apeshit. So instead, they just charge you for every single uh, possible thing they can to basically make it into a subscription service as close as they can right now until Destiny 3, where it inevitably will be a subscription game. I don't think they're ever going to do Destiny 3, but we can do that on another episode. Um, You're not K- wrong. Kingdom Hearts, all of those are coming to the Switch um, with a caveat. Uh, I think it's just Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, but that is going to be cloud streaming only i think yeah dying lights cloud streaming only as well dying light too. All so of them are gonna be on there and they're all gonna be cloud even the first two which is fucking dumb that is dumb so that means you have to be connected to the internet and like a good internet connection the entire time yep. you're playing it mm-hmm. hmm. so maybe viable docked and that's pretty much it in most places in the world i yeah. guess i'm not I don't understand the, like, I get the, the idea for streaming content for the switch, because obviously it's not powerful enough, I guess, to not run it, but I don't It is know. powerful enough to run Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. That's what I was going to say, is it's powerful enough to run those. This seems like something like, maybe it's a, a consideration for hard drive space or memory space. They're not that Or maybe big. a... I mean, people want to play it, so maybe it's just testing for that feature. I don't know. It seems like a weird, see how well. a weird thing to do. But like, maybe there's just something that didn't work, and it's just easier to do it on streaming. I don't know. It's still so, such a new, 
it's not new, but it's it's still such a, a novel thing for gaming to do at this point. But I guess we'll have to see how it goes. I was excited for, and then immediately unexcited. So. I think it's cheaper for development costs because you don't have to. Yeah. you have to not have to build it for the platform. You just have to stream it to the platform, which probably costs yeah. But then you got to run that like a weird, crazy server that you normally wouldn't have to, right? Well, Square Enix has got plenty of servers for a lot of things, so I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is anybody going to try it? No. no, I have it on PS4. There's no reason for me to. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say none of us here have any reason besides like to research to stream anything. Yeah. Not gonna lie, if the price is right, maybe I'll do some science. But we'll see. Um, the price is gonna be sixty for those kinds of things on the Switch. Oh, true. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind trying a demo, but I don't they, know. We'll see. They did it for the last cloud that came game that they had, which I think was like one of the RE games. Yeah, I think I remember hearing about that happening. Yeah, and that it went well? Question mark. I don't know. I actually I have a USB to Ethernet thing. If I plug that into my Switch. Can I get Ethernet internet? <laughs> yes. That will work? Mm-hmm. I know that the OLED switch comes with an Ethernet port. They sacrificed a USB port to do that. But I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll trust you on that one. Um, last two bits. Metroid Dread this weekend, which we knew about. Uh, Far Cry 6 is coming out. And also the Twitch data breach. <laughs> Please change your passwords on Twitch. A lot of really crazy stuff got leaked. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but it was a lot. I literally saw like people for like, so I'm I'm really like close to like the magic, the gathering, like streaming stuff. I don't watch a lot of streamers, but like I watch like their VODs and stuff to like learn about deck mechanics. But, uh, one of the guys, uh, convert blue was like, well, I guess you guys know how much money I make. So I might as well make a YouTube, uh, video literally explaining all of it because people just saw all of his revenue streams from Twitch. So yeah, I saw a like, lot of people kind of kind of addressed it after after it was put out there. Which, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool thing to do if you're not pigeonholed into doing it. Uh, there's a podcast uh, network that I know of uh, that they do like uh, uh, it's called Bald Move, and they do uh, something they call Empire Business, and it's kind of where they break down their finances and stuff. And they're like, hey, uh, we're uh, we're a fan funded organization here we're going to show you where all your money is going and how much we're making and what all that and i think that's a really cool transparent thing to do especially when you're crowdfunded like that um but no one put a you know fucking gun to their head and said you know here's all here's all your bullshit nobody robbed them of that i think it's something you, that they did of their own accord i think if you choose to do that, i think that's okay i think what happened now is very bad Definitely. I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. Uh, but yeah, it's, it sucks that a lot of these people are put into the, this position. Go ahead and change your password on Twitch. I don't know what a stream key is, but I got a new one of those too. Also two step. Oh yeah. Two step. That's the thing. Yep. What's a stream key? Do you know, does anybody know what a stream key is and does Brandon? I'm not going to embarrass you on this uh, video right now slash recording right do- now. Do you not know what it is? Are you are you are you just being defensive I, because you don't know what it is either? I feel like you're making a goof right now. I'm like, not making a goof. This you've got to be goofing with me. No, I stream stuff too, and I I don't I don't even know. I don't know what it's, it does. It's just a link. It's a link between your 
Twitch account and the software you're using. I use OBS and I just log into my Twitch account. I don't need. So that's what so, it is. It's like yes. a key, like a like yes. a license key. Yes, it's a license key for your Twitch account. There's more to okay, it. I don't need it. Yeah, it's it's literally just it's like a handshake using okay. the key, and you do need to put it in OBS. When you log in, it well, probably just automatically dumps it into your OBS set. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's done. I genuinely Thank thought you, you were just messing around. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, maybe I was messing a little bit, but when I, um, I feel like I needed the stream key the first time I logged in. And when I changed my password, I just signed out of OBS and signed back in and it never asked me for my stream key. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Far Cry six. Uh, I don't know if you guys, we mentioned that, but, uh, looks kind of cool. looks like Far Cry. I've been sort of disappointed with the Far Cry series since, uh, Far Cry three. So I don't know. Have you played any Far Cry either? I haven't, but I, I was interested cause the dog was cute in this one. But... <laughs> oh yeah. The little, all that dog <laughs> with the wheelchair. <laughs> He's so powerful. Uh, I heard it's not that great. Like all the reviews aren't that aren't very glowing so far. They seem to be saying that it's just the same. It's more of the same. So if you like that, if you like doing the same thing in Far Cry, if you like, it's more Far Cry. So if you like Far Cry, get it. They announced the Blood Dragon expansion, which is going to be incredibly cool. So I'm just going to wait for them to release some Game of the Year edition six months from now. And I'll buy that. I can't so believe I can you. I can't believe you wouldn't support the developer I know. and just buy it on release. Piece like of you're garbage. Supposed to. You fucking... <laughs> are you, are you going to buy it like on sale for like Black Friday when it's like oh, a yeah. game that's $20 five months after it's come out? Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. Disgusting. Disgusting human. We did it. We did it, y'all. We made another one. My mouth hurts kind of bad. Um, oh, now- I got Vex Mythoclast. Fuck, fuck everything. And I did it. <laughs> I'm, I am a hero. Uh, Finally. Uh, normally, yeah, we do the, uh, uh, what have we been doing, but we kind of did what have we been playing earlier on in the show this time, but I did. How many times did it take you to to drop? It only took me 31. Um, as opposed to eyes of tomorrow, which took me 94, but, uh, I took like a whole season off of that raid just because I was like, I can't do this again. (laughs) So, uh, I know of people, I mean, there's people that it it has taken them at this point. Like they've done well over 50 clears and they still haven't gotten it. So, um, I'm one of the lucky ones, unfortunately, but yeah, so that happened. Um, stupid ass. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty garbage drop rates and destiny. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much everything. Um, you can reach out to us at, at trash mobcast on Twitter. Uh, if you wanted to reach out to me, you can reach out at Brandon, the bard on Twitter, moving right along. Uh, John, tell the people how they can find you. Uh, hollow schematic at the Twitter. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then trash mob. I'm on there sometimes. So, you know, I might respond to you there. Heather. You can find me on Twitter at Anginess Yo. <laughs> I guess I should spell it A N G I E N E S S Y O at twitter.com. Excellent. And we will include that in the show notes as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please do the thing that we're supposed to ask for. Um, be sure to leave us a review on uh, your podcast platform of choice. That helps us a great deal in all the reasons, you know, why it's supposed to happen. It just moves us up or whatever. But anyway, thanks for listening and we will catch you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.